All right. Good afternoon. Welcome back. This is Jason Wardwell, again, your host here at Redeemer Radio Spring Sherathon. And uh, this hour, I met with uh, the good guys at uh, St. Anthony de Padua from Angola. And uh, we're going to have a, a good discussion here this, this afternoon for the next hour. Uh, but again, we're here to talk about the faith, but we're also here to raise money. So call or text the word GIVE to 260-436-9598. Um, or you can go on RedeemerRadio.com, do it that way as well. Lots of ways to do it uh, with today's technology. Um, so goal for this hour, $3,000. So we're trying to raise $3,000. And we have a, a bonus of 20 pledges. If we get 20 pledges, then we get another $500. I'm not sure where that money comes from, but somebody's uh, somebody's ponying up. So thank you to whoever uh, is doing the match. Um, so again, um, 260-436-9598. And um, we're going to get uh, get started here and start uh, learning a little bit, um, learn a little bit here. So, um, so Ken, um, I hear you're the Grand Knight at the KFC at uh, St. Anthony. Uh, yes, I am. Okay. So tell me about uh, what you've got going on there. Well, we're really blessed at St. Anthony's in Angola. We have a real vibrant group uh, of knights. Uh, we have 122 knights uh, on our roster wow. and uh, do a lot of uh, work in the community and obviously with our church and uh, support a lot of different groups and uh, do a lot of fellowship. And it's a, a privilege to uh, be with these men. Yeah, that's great. That's great. So um, I'm not a knight myself, but I know the, the knights go way back, right? So um, how far back do the knights go? I believe it's around uh, 1856, maybe, or uh, and it started in New Haven, Connecticut. Okay. Father McGilvney, and uh, and it was really important uh, to uh, have men step up at that point and be heard, and uh, and it's been continuous since then. Yeah, that's a great uh, it's a great program. I know it's uh, it's all men, right? Correct. Okay. So it's uh, and we just had the the women's group on last hour. So the Kingdom Builders and they're. We talked about how the women uh, help each other and, you know, sharing the different things that they face as a, as a woman and as a mom. And, um, you know, I've been in some men's groups before with, you know, Iron Sharpens Iron and you get the guys and can talk about different things and what it's like to be a man and be a father and, and those those types of discussions. So Knights do that as well. So that's a great, uh, great program. So. Um, so, Paul, you're Deputy Grand Knight. Yes, I so am. So you've got uh, got a lot on your plate as well. So tell me about uh, your role there. My role is whatever the Grand Knight <laughs> <laughs> wants to hand down to me, I, I, I take care of it. Uh, a lot of things have gone digital, and, and uh, so my role in that is uh, I do a lot of Excel spreadsheets. We have a lot of things that uh, we, we change our logo. We've changed uh, a lot of things uh spruce things up to make things more modern or, or attract more men to be part of the Knights of Columbus. Um, you know, Father McGivney started it, uh, and I, it was in 1882. 1882. Yeah. I gave him a little too much credit there. Yeah. <laughs> to uplift his parish in New Haven. Uh, yeah. New Haven, Connecticut, his vision mm -hmm. was for councils to put programs of faith into action that would protect families and better, build a better world. Today, there are over 2 million members and have donated over 75 million hours of their time to charitable service and nearly $200 million to important causes around the globe just last year. Wow, it's fantastic, isn't it? Yes. That's something can grow, and that's just been, what, a little over 100 years, I guess, 130 years or so? 
it's, it's continuing to so, grow. That's great. That's great. And how many members did you say you guys had? Uh, we have 122 at St. Anthony's in wow. Angola. Mm-hmm. Wow, that's a that's awesome. Um, so Remy, so are you a member of the Knights as well? I am. Okay. So what you what what do you what have you gleaned from your experience with the Knights? Absolutely. So uh, my role is exactly as you think it is. It's a member, and that's mainly because I'm a student at Trine University. So uh, I'm very blessed to be able to come into the uh, Saint Anthony of Padua community, um, as well as the Our Lady of the Lakes uh, Knights of Columbus Council, and to be able to kind of find a home, um, but also the guidance and wisdom that I've been able to receive from uh, some of the older the older Knights there, because you know I'm away from home. And so I don't always have uh, the ability to just, you know, run to my parents when I have an issue, especially uh, when it comes to faith formation. And so to have these role models in my own community is really helping me grow as a person and as a student. Yeah, yeah, that's huge because you can glean so much knowledge from people that have been there before, right? Absolutely. Walk the path and I think there's a lot of wisdom in listening to people that have been there before you and want to help you, right? They want to give you good advice. They've, you know, hey, I'm made this mistake in my life you know try to avoid it if you can absolutely so so that's all good uh my notes here uh you're uh the newman catholic student group at trine so tell me a little bit about that absolutely so we are a vibrant group of you know college-aged individuals at trine university that are on fire with the faith and it's been really awesome um, because the group about four years ago had four members um, and so there's just been this this awesome renewal within our parish um, and some of the newer priests have come in and put a great emphasis on evangelizing the youth within our community and within the university itself uh, and so we've been truly ble- uh, blessed to grow to a group of about 15 to 20 individuals uh, that regularly meet and we've had as many as 30 faces come in and out of this group and it allows us to sometimes put away the noise and the busyness of being a student in today's world um, and just really center ourselves in our faith as well well as help grow our community in many many cool ways yeah that's awesome and just and being around like-minded people and being able to share and and not have to dance around things you know sometimes in different groups that you have to be careful about what you say and absolutely those to really help grow you so that's that's great that's great um, so again we're here to with the Redeemer radio um, 436-9598 call or text the word give and help support uh, this hour we got a goal of three thousand dollars for this hour uh, again, 20 pledges is going to be a match of 500 bucks. Uh, so looking at the board here, we've got uh, a donation from Jennifer and Will Thatcher. So thanks you, thank Jennifer and Will. I know both of them, great people. Uh, also donation from Our Lady of the Lakes, Knights of Columbus Council, 7053. So thank you very much for your donations. So let's keep, uh, keep the phones ringing and keep those pledges coming in online, uh, whichever way you're comfortable giving. Uh, I want to remind everybody, too, uh, if you've just joined us, uh, we've got some gifts, uh, giving incentives for people to give. So a monthly gift of $15 or more, that's a monthly recurring gift. Uh, Insulated travel mug that we'll send to you, uh, a monthly recurring gift of $25 or more. You get the travel mug, plus you get entered uh, in a drawing for a free trip to the Holy Land. How cool would that be? Uh, And then also the same incentives, the travel mug and the entry for and the trip drawing for a $300 one-time gift. So there's some incentive there to get uh, get the get the phones ringing, get the pledges going, and uh, help support Redeemer Radio and the great things that we've got uh, got going here. So, um, so Ken, so let's um, expand a little bit with what some of the different programs and some of the di- different things you've got going on with the Knights, because there's a lot of different things you guys do. Well, uh, thank you. Uh, 
some of our some of our charitable uh, gifts are just to you know name a few um, things such as the Stuben Council on Aging, um, the uh, Women's Care Center in Auburn, the uh, you know Special Olympics, uh, Child Autism Center, uh, Therapeutic Writing Center, uh, support our support our seminarians, uh, and there's probably 20 to 25 charities that we annually contribute to. And also a big part of our organization is the fellowship with fish fries, with organiz organizations, bake sales. Uh, we also do a lot with food, area food banks uh, and thousands of pounds of food a year that uh, we contribute. Um, so it's a very expansive uh, group. One of the nice things about a night, you can within the Knights organization, you can have your own little ministry. So we have Knights that specialize in the food uh, distribution to, uh, you know, different food banks. Uh, we have some that are, uh, you know, able to help different area needs for uh, those that are shut-ins that may need uh, special attention or connect our um, uh, St. Vincent de Paul group with need. So we all kind of work together uh, in areas of interest and that's one of the strengths about the uh, Knights is the fact that you find what's what is uh, speaking to you and you're able to express it in a uh, you know giving way to others so it's it's a great 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 opportunity yeah so it sounds like it's a, a good combination of you know outreach ministry work uh, and then also fellowship right and absolutely helping each other out and um, and learning from each other because that's just it's such a and I, we talked last hour a little bit about how we need oh god knows what we need right and we need fellowship we need to be around other people and like-minded people to learn how to grow and it's just you know it's great to sit and study or even read the bible or listen to your podcast privately that's all great and we, we encourage that but it's also so important to get out and to um, be part of the community you know we're made to be uh, we're social beings right i mean so it's, it's important to be out uh, and be with other like-minded people uh, and sometimes we you know we look at it from a perspective like that's going to help us uh, but sometimes we don't realize how much we're helping other people too in the process and so it's a it's definitely a two-way street and it's uh it's a great thing so so really appreciate what you guys do so paul what's um what's your do you have a specialty or an area that you like to focus on? Um, it's volunteering, mainly volunteering and helping uh, the other nights. Um, what I've noticed after being really active over the last few years, it's, it's all about Catholic men seeking community and ways to put their faith into action. Uh, we just finished having, uh, like Ken was talking about, a number of fish fries during Lent. It was great to see all the volunteers from the Knights, as well as the Women's Altar and Rosary Society, who brought some great desserts to the... We used to have just uh, um, one thing available to uh, as a dessert, but when they started bringing the desserts, it was it was great. Uh, and hard, enjoying hard to argue a, with desserts. Right. <laughs> and it was enjoying a great fish dinner as a parish community and pulling everyone together. Uh, Father Osman, who was our, our pastor there, has, has, has been great as opening up the doors for us and allowing us to do a lot of things to help the community, and not only that, but our parish community, too. Yeah. Yeah, it's a great mission. It's, 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 it's again, get, get people together and have a, have a mission, right? Have a goal. We're going to 
we're going to raise some money. We're going to you know serve people and you know and, and interact and so it's great, uh, such a great framework. Um, so one of the things that we like to think about, or like when I have people on, is just is talking about the faith because uh, we're all you know we're Catholic for a reason, right? Um, I'm a convert, and so I I came in very intentionally. Uh, my wife's a cradle Catholic, so she's got a little different story. Um, I wasn't Catholic when we got married, but it became Catholic in 06. So I've been a member of the church for a while, but uh, I think it's it's a it's a it's a such a powerful faith, and there's so much depth depth and richness to it. Um, so Remy, so tell me, you know, what's your what do you appreciate most about being a Catholic? Oh man, the joy and the peace. That's you just can't everywhere you go, you get the same joy and the same peace. It is just phenomenal. Um, and the the fact and the beauty of our faith is it doesn't matter which church you walk into on Sunday, you're going to hear the same readings, you're going to hear the same hopefully consistent and beautiful teachings of our faith, um, you know, protected under things like the magisterium of the church um, to help us grow and, you know, to attain eternal salvation, which is what we're all, you know, it's what we're striving for. We're striving for the kingdom. And it has just been, like I said, beautiful to find that joy and that peace um, amidst a very hectic world, which is, is something that really drew me into it. Absolutely, yeah. There's there's so much noise and and being able to sort through, you know, the uh, we talked last hour a little bit about the wheat and the weeds, you know, just being able to sort through what's the good and what's the bad, and and uh, having the having the education, I guess, or the the framework that the church gives you to be able to really do that and Absolutely. not just what's my opinion what's your opinion uh, so it really really is great for that um, so again uh, here with uh, St. Anthony Padua uh, we're here to raise money so we're not apologizing about that it takes money to keep the lights on uh, no money no mission as we say so let's get the phones ringing and the, and the calls uh, coming in with the pledges uh, 260-436-9598 uh, we've got to get uh, get some money raised here. We have three thousand dollar goal for the hour, uh, so we're just uh, getting that started here and rolling this hour. Again, we got twenty pledge match goal, so twenty pledges, no matter how big or small, uh, five hundred dollar bonus. So let's uh, let's get those going. That's usually a nice little boost uh, about the middle part of the hour. Uh, so call or text the word give two six zero four three six ninety five ninety eight. Um, so, Ken, um, are you a cradle Catholic or are you convert? I'm a cradle Catholic. Cradle absolutely. Catholic. But yep. you're, you're Catholic still, yep. so that's good. So yep. tell us about your uh, perspective. Well, probably um, it is a, one of the most reassuring and comforting things in my life. And it's been such an important part of my marriage and uh, just my uh, journey in life. Um, it is such a comfort to be able to have the faith and uh, to be able to be nourished at at you know my parish and uh, and I was just telling the uh, guys my uh, son played travel hockey when he was young and we used to travel all over the Midwest to play hockey and and every weekend we were at a different parish and it was so comforting to go into a church and know if I look there'll be stations of the cross uh, there'll be uh, statues of Mary and Joseph you'll be able to worship and just like Remy said, the uh, the uh, uh, spiritual uh, um, you know readings will be the same, uh, and it's such a comfort. And uh, and I've been fortunate to, fortunate to travel internationally too, and the same same thing that uh, you know you can take the faith with you, but um, you know you really have to be careful though to always keep the faith with you because 
Satan is always trying to divide. You know, even in the church, you will find that people want to argue small points or they want to have a position. And that's really because I think Satan understands that together we cannot be defeated. But as he, you know, has schisms and, and, and small groupings, uh, those are fertile, fertile, fertile grounds for people to go away from the faith. So, um, yeah, for sure. And that's where the Knights of Columbus and the activities you engage in in your parish, whatever that is, is very important because it just strengthens your fellowship and uh, strengthens your bond with your community. So I would encourage everybody to make their faith journey a collection of their activities that, uh, you know, honor the faith. So Yeah. And it's such a, it's the pinnacle of what our priorities need to be. Because if you, and I forget the verse, I think it's Matthew, you know, seek, seek ye first the kingdom of god and all these other things will be added so once you get the first piece right everything you mentioned the marriage and the other pieces of life i mean there's all things just kind of naturally naturally happen so um and you mentioned the, the travel hockey and my my kids grew up doing travel soccer and so we had okay. the same same kind of experience you know we'd be all over you know like the hockey people i think travel a little bit farther but you know, we'd be all over the state and you know michigan and ohio sure. sometimes and and so we'd just find a parish, you know, with the mass time that worked between games, and we would go. And you're right, it's so comforting to, okay, we got the readings, we got the same structure, it's the same, it's the same church, right? Right. And that's just, um, and that was one of, as a convert, that was one of the things that was really powerful to me, is that, you know, there was a point where you learn that, and you're like, what do you mean every church in the world is the same? <laughs> what? <laughs> really? <laughs> yes, it's true. And, uh, and it's just such a powerful thing. And, um, and I, I, somebody I heard, I can't remember where I heard this, but somebody made the comment that the, the Catholic Church looks bigger from the inside than it does the outside. And, and I experienced that because, you know, you just, you know, I was Protestant, you know, you just drive by the church. I was like, Catholic Church? Okay, whatever. You know, you don't even think too much about it. But then once you get in, you start learning about it. You're just like, wow. <laughs> wow, it's very powerful. And, um, you know, and that, that unbroken line of shepherds just going all the way back to mm -hmm. Peter and just the, the size and the longevity, just, it just, it's just, it, there's nothing like it. Nothing like it. So uh, we've got uh, about six minutes here before the bottom of the hour, so I'm going to call out the number again. We've got uh, uh, St. Anthony Padua here. We're going to, we're here to make, raise money, 260-436-9598. Uh, uh, you can call uh, the voice line if, if people still do that. I, I like to do the old-fashioned stuff. So uh, you can actually call a voice, or you can text that same number. Uh, call or text the same number, 236-436-9598. And, again, we've got a goal of $3,000 for this hour of the 20-pledge uh, match. So we get 20 pledges, no matter how big or small. Uh, we're going to throw in another $500 to help us get to that $3,000 goal. Uh, so two three six, excuse me, two six zero, four three six ninety five ninety eight, and we're going to um, um, keep things going here. So, uh, Paul, I want to get your perspective a little bit, just in general, about um, Catholicism and what. Um, well, I guess first, are you a, a convert or a cradle Catholic? <laughs> I'm a cradle Catholic. Cradle Catholic. Okay, so same kind of question that I gave Ken. What's um, your thoughts? It, it's really been a foundation for me. Um, my wife and I kind of grew up together. We were born in the same hospital. Oh, wow. Um, two days apart. 
Oh, wow. We went to the same elementary school, and she's going to shoot me, but I'll keep on going. <laughs> uh, we went to the same elementary school, uh, middle school, high school, uh, and then I went off to college, came back, and we started dating again, and a few years later, we got married, and and it's it's been great, but the the Catholic Church has always been there for us uh, through, we, we were blessed with two children, two boys, and um, brought them up in, in Catholicism. And, uh, you know, we, we traveled all over the place, um, but it's been a great foundation for me and my wife as far as wherever we've moved to, we've been able right. to go into the same, uh, into a church and, and, and understand that we were part of the community right away. And uh, right. they welcomed us. and. Uh, we've moved over seven times uh, with my career that I was with and, um, you know, taking kids out of school and putting them into school. Uh, it's been kind of difficult, but uh, after 45 years, we're still together and doing That's very great. well. That's great. Yeah, it's funny because my wife and I were high school sweethearts as well. So um, I don't think we got married in the same or born in the same hospital. Well, we're in the same hospital, but three months apart instead of, what'd you say, two days? Two days. <laughs> so, uh, but yeah, you don't see that very much anymore with, uh, but, uh, but I think those, I think that faith is important in, in a lot of those respects to, you know, Ken mentioned the, the marriage and, you know, everything just comes together, you know, when you've got that, when you got that faith. So, uh, so that's great. Thank you for sharing that with us. Uh, so 260-436-9598. Uh, we're going to take a break here, but we'll be back uh, in just a few minutes uh, here at uh, Redeemer Radio. I'm Jason Wardwell, your host with the uh, guys from St. Anthony of Padua, and uh, we'll be right back. You're listening to an encore presentation of Redeemer Radio's Shareathon on 106.3 FM WRDF Columbia City, Fort Wayne, and 95.7 FM WRDI Napanee, Michiana. We don't have people answering the phones right now, but you can still call 260-436-9598 and leave a message or donate online at RedeemerRadio.com. Make a one-time pledge or pay in monthly installments. Thank you for listening to and supporting your local Catholic radio station. I think as Catholics, we have a duty to evangelize. We don't always do the best job with that. And I think for me, Redeemer Radio has helped me understand my faith better and also be able to explain it to others in a way that is uh, humble, meek, and uh, respectful. Joining our mission is even easier with our mobile app. Download Redeemer Radio's app to your Apple or Android device and click Give Now. This is Bishop Kevin Rhodes. On my program, Truth and Charity, I'm able to connect with the faithful across our diocese each week, discussing a variety of topics and answering your questions. Thank you for listening to and supporting Catholic programming like Truth and Charity, heard right here on Redeemer Radio. We recently received notice that, within the next six months, we will have to move the transmitter used to broadcast Redeemer Radio to the Fort Wayne area. We have a committee of radio and legal experts helping us navigate this complicated and expensive process. But we need you, all of our listeners, to please consider making a truly sacrificial gift 
so that we have the funds needed to relocate our tower as well as cover FCC and legal fees. Join us in praying for a solution that sustains our reach and mission. Redeemer Radio equips listeners to evangelize so that God can work miracles in our families, neighborhoods, and communities. Every donation helps us reach more souls for Christ as the seeds of faith are spread. We'll never know how many souls are saved because of the generosity of listeners like you. Help us continue reaching souls for Christ. Call or text GIVE to 260-436-9598 or donate online at RedeemerRadio.com. This is Redeemer Radio's share Thank you for tuning in to your listener-supported local Catholic radio station. All right, welcome back. Again, I'm Jason Wardwell, your host here at Redeemer Radio Spring share uh, We're here with the uh, guys from St. Anthony Padua from Angola, and uh, we're here to raise money. So we're uh, asking you to call or give. We've got a or call or pledge. Call your pledge in. We've got uh, a goal of $3,000 for this, uh, this hour. Uh, we've got a few rolling here, so we've got uh, three pledges so far, only $240. So I know... Uh, I know the good folks at uh, St. Anthony uh, are, are ready to, to donate and give, uh, whether it's today or whether it's in a day's following. Um, that's fine. So we're we're uh, we're here to here to take uh, take your donations to help with the ministry. Uh, so call 260-436-9598. You can text that same number. Uh, text the word "give." Follow the prompts. Uh, or you can also go online at RedeemerRadio.com on your cell phone iPhone, Android, uh, computer at uh, at work or at home. Uh, let's uh, let's get the get the funds uh, moving in. No money, no mission, as we say. So it uh, it all takes uh, takes money to do what we do. So we were chatting a little bit uh, off uh, offline when we went to break here about how um, Ken had brought up some good points about how you know just in your lifetime how the 
the the church is um, I'll let you speak to this better, but uh, it's different, right, than when maybe when you grew up, and maybe this technology and maybe some of the materials that are out there, may you know, through Spoke Street and other platforms, maybe that's a part of that. So. Absolutely. Um, where we're at now is a position that is um, where the laity is actually engaged more as far as programming and being able to bring people into different activities and to help the priest make the parish community uh, thrive. And I you know, know that we're working currently on a project with Eagle Scouts. The uh, Knights are working with them on a project uh, for a, a Marion Garden at our parish. And that's just bringing the youth into our um, you know, organization as far as getting to know them. And we're doing that in many different areas. We have a scholarship fund where we'll be giving scholarships to uh, high school students uh, that uh, write an essay for the Knights. Um, so engagement in the parish really is opening up. Uh, obviously, our you know priests for our spiritual life are, are the critical element, but I just feel like the church is so open now to uh, people expressing their own small ministries interest areas and really help to bring it alive and reach everybody so um, that's been a development you know over the last 50 years that has been great to see yeah yeah that is nice and you know sometimes i complain about all the you know the social media and the noise and, and everything all the internet but you know it's a it's the wheat in the weeds right because there's there's good parts about that too so all this rich catholic content that's online through spoke street and redeemer and you know all these different platforms that um, that we all know about. It's it, it's good too. So you just you know it's all about discernment and it's about uh, being able to separate the good from the bad and being able to to learn um, and form yourself. Right. It's about being formed and and knowing uh, knowing what the church teaches and then how to how to work through your daily life because you get challenged with all different kind of things coming at you. You got to be able to know what's <laughs> what what's good. What can I get into and what do I need to avoid? So. Um, so, um, speaking of that, um, Paul, I know we've talked, um, talk, getting to talk about this. So how, you know, Redeemer's got so many different things and Spoke Street's got so many different podcasts and shows and different apps. So how has, uh, how has Redeemer impacted your faith journey? Well, it's refreshing to listen, uh, to educational and inspiring podcasts on Redeemer Radio. The media, as you know, always focuses on the negative. And there's so much noise, like you, Jason, you'd mentioned earlier. Um, but there's so much good, like some of the things that Ken has talked about, uh, that's happening not only in our area, but all of, around the world. And it's good to see Redeemer Radio, and that's where they come in, uh, with focusing on spiritual renewal and, and positive energy. And that's what, that's what we need more of, is to be able to drive that uh, to the younger people, to be able to you know, like Ramey here, uh, be able to get into the, you know, the 18 through 25-year-olds and, and bring them into our, our parishes and to be able to uplift them and say, you know, they get so much noise. And, and I know uh, I also teach at Trine University. Um, there's a lot of pressure on these freshmen, sophomores, juniors, and seniors. They, they, they're away from home. I, I see it in their eyes when they walk in. Um, and they're scared and, and they don't know what's going to be happening and it takes them uh, six months at least to be able to get up and running right but we open the doors we're right across the street from trying university so it, it, they're welcome to come in and and we see them come in and 
it helps them as far as making them feel at home. Like I mentioned right. earlier, you know, all the places that my wife and I have moved to as a family, uh, we always had our faith there to be able to go into the church and be able to feel at home and be able to, uh, you know, uh, share coffee and donuts in the morning and, and you know for a student hey free donuts it's great you know? <laughs> we, lo- we love that free food that's the way yeah, our heart exactly uh, absolutely exactly. so yeah as, as far as it's great to see and the podcast and I think Ramey's going to talk a little bit more about the podcast that, that how much it's helped him and that's what we need more of yeah Absolutely. I mean, I truly believe uh, the power of Redeemer Radio for initiating conversion and, and forming faithful Catholics is unparalleled. And, and I really mean that. I mean, it's very evident in my story, which really started with a bumper sticker. So for those of you out there that don't think they're doing anything, a bumper sticker, a bumper sticker. it wow. worked. Uh, yep. A 106.3 bumper sticker. Shout out to the bumper stickers. Absolutely. Uh, I actually had an unusually long commute from North Manchester to Trine University in Angola. That's an hour and 15 minute drive one way. Um, and so basically what happened was, um, for me, I was spending, you know, two and a half hours and one day alone, five days a week in the car. And I had to listen to something. I was going to go crazy. Music got old very fast. I mean, you can only listen to so much music, right. especially, you know, in, in today's world. And so I remembered Redeemer Radio from the bumper sticker. And when the dial fell on 106.3 one day, I said, well, let's just give it a shot. Why not? I mean, what, you know, what could go wrong? Uh, and you know what? The Kyle Hyman show and the afternoon or the afternoon EWTN apologetics radio shows of Call to Communion, Open Line, um, Catholic Answers—they became a staple on my daily commute to school. Uh, and I really grew so accustomed to listening to them that I actually couldn't wait to get in the car, both in the morning and then after school that day, um, because I never knew what next uh, piece of wisdom I was going to receive, but I knew I was going to get something. I mean, it was just like refilling me each day as I was consistently getting drained from the school and the constant running to and fro here and there. And I'd actually just come into the church that prior summer and I really wanted to know uh, more about my faith and Redeemer Radio more than delivered on that desire. Uh, I really cannot express my gratitude for this gift and an investment in Redeemer Radio is an investment in saving souls. I firmly believe that. I believe my story tells that. Um, and I'd specifically love to speak to all my brothers and sisters who feel like they are so much younger uh, than most of the people listening to Redeemer Radio, um, or you're always that youngest person at daily mass, at adoration. Um, you're not alone. You know, we are trapped in, in a culture sometimes where, you know, somebody my age, you know, 18 to 25, um, there are so many people acting like children when we're supposed to be becoming adults. And so it's, it's very hard uh, to grow. And there are many of us out there that, that want to you know, grow in that faith, that want to know more, that believe there's something more than what we see every day. And we just haven't met yet. And God has a plan for all of us. And you just kind of have to lean into it. You have to grow in your faith. Keep listening to these programs here on Redeemer Radio and all the podcasts. And the graces are going to hit you like a flood. Wow. Absolutely like a flood. And your spiritual conversion will be like nothing you ever expected, or expected but so much more than you could ever hope for. Wow. This is not a paid advertisement, by the it, way. It is not a paid <laughs> advertisement. It is right from no. the heart, and yeah. it's fantastic. And that's that's what we're that's what the mission here is. And I wish there was a thousand more people like you. Thank you for 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 stating that. It's such a powerful thing, and it's just it's right there at your fingertips. And you just gotta you gotta get it. And I just, and I'm I'm the same way. I get fed every day. Uh, I got my commute. I got about a 25 minute commute to work every day. And so I'm listening to you know some kind of podcast. You know from you know, I like uh, Catholic Answers, and I do uh, 
Bishop show, Truth and Charity, mm-hmm. and Bishop and Kyle, and uh, you know, Miriam produces it. So it's a great show. Um, I don't. I was scrolling back through my phone this morning, and I have not missed an episode all year so far. So I just I can't get enough of that. And um, so yeah, it's a great, uh, great. Lots of tools, lots of uh, information out there to, to learn about the faith. And and with the technology, it's easily queryable. You can look it up and look things, reference things, different topics. Uh, it's it's wonderful. So. Uh, but that doesn't all that doesn't happen free, right? So these things cost money, and so we are here to raise money. And so uh, if you can get on the phones, get uh, text or call the word "give" to two six zero four three six ninety five ninety eight, and let's keep this building. Let's get more people like Remy. Uh, let's have more stories like that uh, as the years go on, and we get uh, get better stories. Uh, this is what it's all about, as you mentioned. It's 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 <laughs> we're literally saving souls, you know, and you can't put a price on that. So it's just it's such a powerful mission that we have. So, uh, so just checking the board here, uh, we've got a donation from John Howell. Uh, so thank you, John, for your donation. Uh, so we've got uh, got a few pledges coming in. So again, we've got a goal this hour, three thousand dollars. And uh, if we get twenty pledges, no matter how big or small, uh, right now we've got four. So we've got some ground to make up. So if you're listening and you're thinking, man, should I call and donate? Um, I'm going to say yes. That should be a, that should be a yes to that question. And let's uh, let's call or text the word "give" two six zero four three six ninety five ninety eight. So f- uh, sixteen more pledges, and we'll get the five hundred dollar bonus. That's a nice boost here to the to the hour. Um, so Ken, um, you grew up in the church. Um, so have you? Uh, what's your experience been with Redeemer Radio? And how's it helped shape your faith? Well, I, I think we all make choices about our immediate choices, and and um, Redeemer Radio is is in my way important because I, I do enjoy music, but I I'm a college professor also, so I really enjoy people that can present uh, content and people that are able to um, have that ability to connect. So. Um, I just love podcasts. Uh, you can also be selective, uh, and you can choose uh, those that are important to you, those that you need. I have found that you can select whatever your life dictates at that time. What is it that you need? Is it motivation? Is it um, encouragement of some type? Is it uh, forgiveness? I mean, there's just whatever you need, there is something you can select. And uh, it's... it's uh, very powerful uh, when uh, somebody can focus thought with scripture and with faith uh, and it speaks to you Um, but uh, it's just like when you put in in different ingredients into uh, a recipe the better the ingredients the better the outcome so whatever you feed yourself through media uh, you're going to get a result uh, that's similar so um, yeah, good or bad, right? Exactly right. Yeah. Exactly right. Yeah, well said. Well said. And I think one of the things that um, that's challenging in our in our culture today mm-hmm. is that um, there's a division, right, politically and and with you know, conservatives and uh, you know, Democrat Republican or you know even with the church or not being in the church. So I think people are really sensitive today to things, and I think that's one of the challenges that that we all face. So we don't want to come across as offensive. We don't want to be hateful we don't want to be um so we want to be loving and inviting 
and I know that's one of the things that's part of the part of the mission at Redeemers that we want to create um, uh, for foster content that invites is the way that 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 we worded that and and it's important for for all of us as Catholics it's important for Spoke Street and Redeemer it's important for the Knights um, so Paul what are your what are your thoughts on that how do you when you think about that how do you you mentioned the coffee and the donuts um, that's you know, getting them in the door right that's step one but then you know how do you try to make the environment inviting and welcoming besides the coffee and the donuts <laughs> <laughs> well I think one of the from teaching at Tryon University um, people just want to be listened to um, I always tell my students that God gave you two ears and one mouth so you can <laughs> I've heard so that you, I like that so one. <laughs> you can hear more than you speak and people like to talk and they want they uh, first thing I'd like to I, I ask them is uh, I have an icebreaker I have them um, get up in front of the whole class and introduce the person next to them I give them a little card and they get up and they talk about where they're from and, and it opens them up it, it, it gets them to start by the end of the semester they're buddies. They're 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 wanting to get up and they're they're wanting to uh, give a speech about uh, building a business, and so it, they they just need to be listened to. And I think that's one of the most important parts of uh, of, of our youth today is they're they're constantly being yelled at. They're constantly every time you turn on the TV, there's noise. There's you know you put on open up your uh, your iPhone and and there's all this stuff going on. And a lot of times they get so caught up with that they lose the focus, and then right. they want to—they just want to talk to people, and, and they want people to listen to them. And if you listen to them, then you can guide them. At least I try to guide them. Right, right. <laughs> um, to to you know, hey, it, it's it's not going to hurt you to just try doing something different. If you continue to do what you've always done, you're going to continue to get what you've always got and expect something right. different. So let's start doing something different. If it does it, this doesn't work, let's try something else. And just listening and talking to them. Yeah, and I think that's important for, you know, because a lot of the kids, I call them kids, but the young, younger generation, um, you know, Remy, maybe you can speak to this a little bit too, but there's been so much, you know, growing up we had the radio when I grew up. I mean, I grew up in the 70s and the 80s. So when we grew up, we had radio and a little bit of TV. And I grew up in rural Indiana. We had three channels. So, you know, we go outside and play and ride your bike and mm -hmm. do things. And so, but it's different now, right? So with the internet and all this flood coming at you. So how do you, you know, and I think one of the things that, that you know, there's so much to listen to, right? And listening's great, you know, and even listening to people online is, is, is good because you learn that way. But what are your thoughts on how how you can be inviting and welcoming um, to people. Because I think, as, as Paul said, it's it's listening, right? But it's also talking, right? And it's getting those words out and expressing that maybe if you just sit and listen, listen, listen all day to all this media coming at you, you don't ever get a chance to express that. right? And maybe that's something all somebody needs, somebody to listen to them, right? Instead of just being in the privacy of their home or their car. What are your thoughts on that? Well, I think a lot of it is, you know, people in my generation, we want to be recognized, like we want to know that, you know, our struggle is seen. And so, for example, when I'm, you know, the only one walking into a mass um, that's under the age of 50, 
it, it's nice to hear someone say, I'm glad you're here. Yes. Like you don't have to be here. You could be anywhere else but here, but I'm, There's a reason I'm you're glad here. you're here. Exactly. Yeah. There's a reason you're here. And I found a lot of that at, uh, you know, St. Anthony of Padua in, in Angola is I'm happy you're here and I'm glad to see you. And it's so awesome to see, you know, um, someone from the younger generation that's, you know, a little bit more on fire with the faith and that it has the courage to come here. And I want to come back when I hear those words. And and sometimes it, it's recognizing the struggles that my generation is going through. Because we're going through a lot. We're trying to process everything that's being thrown at us. And so the things to me that stick the most are, you know, those little, the little things, right? Those little emotional, those ties that you can bring to a moment. Um, and for me, that is, you know, just say hello. You know, yeah. like I said, I'm glad you're here. Some of That'll, those little things yeah. go, they go such a, such a long way. Absolutely. Right? Such a long way. Because, you know, when people don't say anything, you don't know what they're thinking. Right? Absolutely. But a kind word can just break the ice right away. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Very good point. Okay. Checking the board here. Um, again, we're here at Redeemer Radio here to raise money. Um, so we've got uh, five pledges so far. So we're up to $400. So thank you for the, the people that have pledged so far this hour. You know, maybe you're listening to us online. Maybe you're uh, part of St. Anthony Padua. Maybe you're not. Uh, maybe you're in the car. Maybe you're on a walk. Maybe you're doing the dishes. Or, you know, well, I guess if you're running the vacuum, you probably can't hear us very well. But maybe <laughs> you're, you know, you're doing your household chores. Wherever you're at, there are lots of ways to give uh, to Redeemer. Uh, you can call or text the word GIVE to 436-9598. Uh, or you can get online to RedeemerRadio.com uh, and make donations there as well. So, um, so Remy, building on what we talked about a minute ago, what's you, know, you talked about? You listened to um, to the to Redeemer on the radio, right in the mm-hmm. car, the actual radio, terrestrial radio, as we mm-hmm. call it. Makes me feel old. Um, but having what? What were the things that that you know that sparked? You know, specifically about the teachings that, that really drew you in. Oh man, that's a, that's a really that's a loaded question. That's are you, really what are it you, is. Are you? Are you? Did you grow up with any kind of faith? Oh, so that's a, actually that's even a better story. So I'm a convert, kind of much like yourself. Okay. Um, I was baptized Greek Orthodox as a child, um, as an infant. Um, did not grow up going to church at all. Okay. A, at all. I mean, I'd gone to maybe a Christian church once or twice in my life, um, up until about my freshman year of high school. It was at that time I had like a very traumatic event in my life happen. So we lost my mother unexpectedly. Um, and thank you. I really appreciate that. How how old were you? I was was two days before my 15th birthday. Wow. Uh, and so that was a very rough time for me. And I started asking a lot of questions. Um, it made me contemplate death and you know, the reality that this life isn't it, you know, there's something that, you know, hopefully we'll come after that. And I wanted to at least have an idea of, A, what's going to happen to me, but what happened to my mother? And I was blessed at the time to have a girlfriend whose family was cat, uh, was Catholic. Um, and what was interesting is I started going to Mass at Spanish Mass, and I spoke no Spanish <laughs> at all, at all. Yeah. And in a little old farm town, um, you know, no one was translating for me, but uh, bless his heart, Father Andrew Curry, he gave me his yes. homily in English okay. every day, probably, f- or every every day I came to Mass for a year. He's probably. Great. I love him. And, you know, throughout that time that I spent with um, my girlfriend's family, I was able to uh, obtain at least a minimal fluency so I could understand what Father Drew was getting across in his homilies and through school. So I, you know, I obtained a conversational fluency in Spanish through that. And it culminated in 2019 with me making a profession of faith to come into the church as a Greek Catholic. Um, so I got to preserve some of my Greek heritage um, for my mother 
um, while also feeling like a true part of a, a huge family. And that's what we are yeah. in the Catholic faith. We're a family. Yeah. And you know, I needed some of that and a lot of that in my life. And the Lord drew straight with crooked lines with me somehow. I, I don't know how he did it. You know, I look back and I'm like, you know, when I tell people this, they're like, what do you mean you sat there in Spanish? You didn't understand what was going on. You're like, you're right. I didn't. It was like, get up here, stand here, kneel here. And it's like, well, there's a purpose behind that. And I see it now. And I see the beauty of what the Lord did in my life through, you know, the action of the Holy Spirit, the willingness of that family to continue bringing me and to say, yeah, I mean, I know you don't speak Spanish, but come on. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, that's great. I mean, and beautiful. you're not the only one with crooked lines. I'll tell you that. So <laughs> <laughs> don't worry about that. That's fantastic. Thank you for sharing that with us. That's Absolutely. that's wonderful. It's, it, we were talking last hour a little bit too. I mean, it's, it's just, it's fascinating how many different ways you can come in and how many different stories. And, and there's so much richness and depth to the, the church and different people and saints and, different priests that you run into and you mentioned father drew i mean he was he was at saint e's for a while but saint elizabeth mm -hmm. and i remember having some really really good confessions with him and just just a great great homilist just love him to death miss him so shout out to father andrew if he's out there okay so let's check the board here we got uh, about seven eight more minutes here before the top of the hour uh we're raising money for uh, redeemer radio and spoke street media um so we got another pledge here uh so sally eckrich uh, we thank you very much for your donation. And so we are at, uh, looks like six pledges so far. We've got a goal of, uh, to try to hit $3,000 for the hour and a $500 bonus. Um, so let's get those phones ringing. We've got just a few minutes left here before the top of the hour, and we're going um, to want to finish strong. Uh, so call or text the word GIVE, 436-260-436-9598. And um, let's get the phones ringing here, and let's, let's finish strong. So um, one of the things that we've talked about is you know, our own faith, um, but then how, one of the things I'd like to, to ask a little bit about too, um, Ken, maybe for you, is how do, you, how do we share that? How do we share that faith with others? Maybe that, um, you know, take your pick, either somebody in the church uh, that you can share ideas with, or maybe somebody that's not even, you know, maybe in a secular type environment where you share your faith. How do you, how do, you do that? Well, I've been, very very creative um, as I mentioned I'm a college professor and I direct a PhD program actually so I really have a lot of adult professionals that are very accomplished when when I teach leadership theory I also teach Christian perspective as a leadership theory and uh, that's a way to sneak it into the uh, university because they are not able to argue that that's not a leadership theory and I'm able to in my course connect the principles of Christianity to leadership and effectiveness. And it really kind of sneaks in the back door with students that are not faith-filled that, in fact, Christian perspective is good business perspective. It, you know, it can be in the same neighborhood. So uh, I do teach it as a, a leadership theory. Um, and it's kind of creative, but... Uh, so do you, do you cover like ethics in that? Uh, so there's a, yes, a lot uh -huh. of parallels ethics, with ethics, but, yeah. but servant-like leadership, followership, right. there are uh, studies done, there are empirical data. I mean, it's really uh, something that should be considered as a leadership principle uh, because it is, um, it is hard to argue the effectiveness um, is not gained by that perspective. I mean, uh, so I've been very successful with students. Uh, they're a little bit taken aback by it because they are used to the traditional leadership theories right. and uh, 
you know, seminal works, but uh, the uh, Christian perspective is a leadership theory and one that has a lot of value. So uh, I kind of, in a secular way, I'm, am, am I able to get that message uh, very clearly across? So. Yeah, it's, it's interesting you mentioned that because I... Um I'm in business as well, so I've, I've given some talks in the past, and servant leadership is something that I talk about, even in a secular environment. Don't really go there with Catholicism. I may mention I'm Catholic, but I don't really. And it's it's interesting. I've given the talk a few times and how people will come up to me afterwards and say, are you Christian or are you Catholic? Because a lot of the things that you talk about have some very Catholic threads. I'm like, oh, yes, I am, actually. So, mm-hmm. so But, yeah, you can blend a lot of those prints because it's, it's Jesus is the way the truth and the life Amen. So, so many different things and that, that that word the way is something as when as i was growing up and even as a new catholic i didn't really understand that but you know you talk about what's the best way to live what is the way we should be living there it is right and it's so true because we need him I mean, we need him every day and we need him to keep filling our cup up like your drive and you know you get emptied from the secular world and then he's filling us back up and we've got to you know, going to mass every week is great, but you know the podcasts and the you know, the readings and the books that we pick up and along the way and the groups groups that we do and the talks that we have with the our peers are just so important to keep keep that well filled. Um, one of the things that when I, I remember growing up talking about filling the filling the void, right? I had a, uh, a Sunday school teacher when I was a Protestant as a child. Uh, I remember his name was it was Dan. He was a plumber, great guy. You know, he's just my Sunday school teacher. And I remember, this was back in the 80s, um, so he drew a stick figure on the chalkboard, and he'd do the circle and the body and the, the line, the arms and the legs, you know, for the line. He took his thumb, and he, he drew a line through the chest, and he drew a little bitty circle inside the, the chest, you know, the stick figure. And he's like, that void is made for God. And he said, people try to fill it with sex, drugs, rock and roll, whatever, secular activity, sports, job careers money you know, all those different things that we try to fill that void with and sunday school class as a kid i still remember that because he's so right you know and he wasn't a catholic and maybe he is now you know if he's still alive i just asked, asked my dad but but that just still resonates with me and how true that is that we're made for we're made for each other but then we're made Listening to an encore presentation of Redeemer Radio's Shareathon on 106.3 FM WRDF Columbia City Fort Wayne and 95.7 FM WRDI Napanee Michiana. We don't have people answering the phones right now, but you can still call 260-436-9598 and leave a message or donate online at RedeemerRadio.com. Make a one-time pledge or pay in monthly installments. Thank you for listening to and supporting your local Catholic radio station. There's so many other people out there who are in the same shoes that that I was. People who are just opening up to the faith, you know, for whatever reason, there's an openness, there's a curiosity in their heart. And Redeemer Radio is one way that is really, I mean, literally broadcasting the faith but even just in a figurative way, broadcasting it so that they could receive. I mean, these are people who are receptive. Um, And I've heard stories of this, of of people who 
were just driving around town and somehow, you know, scanning through the channels, came across Redeemer Radio and maybe even were really angry at the answers they were hearing through the programs. But after a while, I started to realize like there's a consistency in what was being taught and it challenged them and they, you know, did research, they struggled, they wrestled with those, you know, topics or questions and came to realize that they agreed with it, that they saw the truth in it. Um, so in that way, I think it's a, I think Redeemer Radio is a great tool of evangelization, of, of literally broadcasting the faith. Let the Holy Spirit work through your generosity. Give securely online by going to RedeemerRadio.com and click Give Now or call 260-436-9598. You can give sustaining support to Redeemer Radio by making a monthly gift. Ongoing contributions help to reduce our dependence on share and allow us to focus on future needs. All donors who make a monthly gift of $15 or more will receive a fun travel mug that reminds you to leave room for the Holy Spirit. Monthly gifts of $25 or more receive the travel mug plus entry for a free trip to the Holy Land. Please call or give online today so your contribution can amplify the voice of the Creator. Hey there, I'm Nancy from Catholic Sprouts, and I am honored to support the mission of Redeemer Radio and Spoke Street Media. Please consider joining me in this effort by giving so that through your gift, Redeemer Radio and Spoke Street Media can continue to offer encouragement and hope where it is most needed. Redeemer Radio began almost 20 years ago to respond to the most urgent need of Catholics at that time, which was solid apologetics and faith formation. Since then, the world has undergone unprecedented change. While Jesus is the same yesterday, today, and forever, the tools for evangelization must adjust to best speak to the longing of the human heart in the current culture. In our time, with a decrease of Christian values, there's also been an increase in loneliness, isolation, and division. Redeemer Radio invites the heart to listen so that we can amplify the voice of the Creator. Together, we can journey toward the fulfillment of life in Christ. Now more than ever, Redeemer Radio needs your prayers, encouragement, and support. Help us continue sharing Christ across the Diocese of Fort Wayne South Bend and beyond. Call or text GIVE to 260-436-9598 or donate online at RedeemerRadio.com. This is Redeemer Radio Sherathon. Thank you for listening to and supporting your local Catholic radio station.